0: Now that I run my own business, why would I let go of things that I know are working for billion dollar companies? When I worked in corporate America, I reviewed so many metrics on a daily, weekly, monthly basis because out of our strategic planning process, we had goals, we had targets that we had to meet as a business unit. And in order to meet those targets, we needed to be able to track our metrics. Now that I run my own business, I'm still going to maintain some of the best parts of my corporate experience. And for me, that means being able to track my metrics. Hi, scriptors, It's your host, Sewa Ajay welcome Welcome to episode 86 of the She's Off Script podcast. This is a show where we hear and learn from women who've created unique blueprints for success. My hope is that you'll hear their stories and translate their gems into a unique path for yourself. For today's episode, we're continuing with our back to business basics series. This is our chance to peel back the layers to check the foundation of our business. Today we're talking about five tips and tools you can use to get this year's business goals back on track. As a reminder, this series of episodes is recorded during our weekly Instagram live. So from time to time, you may hear me responding to comments from the audience or hear the voice of someone I've invited to come on live with me. Before we hear the rest of this episode, I would love it if you could subscribe, rate and review our show on iTunes. This will help to spread the word about our podcast so amazing stories we share on this show can continue to inspire women looking to launch their own off script journeys. With that, let's go off script as we continue with our back to business basics series. Today we are back with our back to business basics series where we're talking about five ways you can get your 2020 goals back on track. I know this isn't the typical goal planning season. Most of you probably plotted out your goals at the beginning of the year or at the end of last year, but this is the midpoint, this is July 1st. This is the midpoint of our year and we want to make sure that we're accomplishing the things that we set out to accomplish. So I thought it would be great, as far as an addition to our Back to Business Basics series, where we can talk about how to get your goals back on track, especially given that a lot of our plans have been derailed by the state of the world right now. Who anticipated that when you planned out your year in Q4 or when you? set those goals and intentions at the beginning of this year, who could have envisioned that there would be a pandemic? Who could have envisioned that there would be a social revolution going on right now? But that being said, if you went through and you set intentions and goals and you have a mission and a vision for your life and business, I have to assume that the goals that you set are important to you, if for some reason they have been derailed. Today we're going to talk about how to get them back on track and five ways that you can get them back on track. Now, my assumption when I'm talking about goals is that you have gone through some sort of a well thought out strategic planning process, number one, and that out of that strategic planning process, you came out with some SMART goals. By SMART, I don't mean whether or not they are good goals, I mean the acronym SMART, are they specific? Are they measurable? Are they attainable, relevant, and timely? So let's assume that you have that foundation for the goals that you set. How do you get back on track? The number one thing that has been helpful for me in attaining my goals this year is I've been able to focus on effectiveness rather than efficiency. If you've gotten to the point where you set goals for the year, they were derailed, you've been able to pivot and now you're back on track with the goals that you've set. Um, I'll take a little sidebar here. If you are still stuck at the point where you're trying to figure out how to pivot your business and that is really what's been weighing you down or holding you back from setting goals, you can set up some time with me. I have a free pivot chat where we can get 15 minutes on the calendar and we can walk through your pivot. So if you want to hop into the link in my Instagram bio, you can just click the pivot chats link and then set up some time with me or go to com forward slash pivot and we can talk through that. But once you've gotten to that point, the first thing I would encourage you to do is focus on effectiveness rather than efficiency. What is the difference? What does effectiveness versus efficiency mean? Effectiveness has to do with working on things that make the biggest impact in your life, impact for your goals, impact on people. Whereas efficiency is the ability to do things quickly, seamlessly, and you have some sort of a process in place that allows you to do things seamlessly and easily. Right? As opposed to effectiveness, doing things that are effective aren't always the easiest things you can do. Doing things that are effective, aren't always the most pleasant things to do, but those are the things that have the biggest impact. And whenever you plan out the time or your day, when you look back, if there are times where you you are afraid to go down one path or you're not sure how to proceed, you might find yourself slipping back into tasks that you're most comfortable with and tasks that you're most efficient at doing because you know how to do them with your eyes closed. But are those the kinds of tasks that are gonna move the needle as far as your goals are concerned? So really the best combination for you when you're looking at how do I get back on track with my goals is to focus on the combination that's gonna do effective things most efficiently. I'll say that again. You wanna focus on the combination that's going to do effective things more efficiently. It's not going to be easy, but I think that's probably the biggest mindset and tactical block that you need to get through if you're thinking about how can I proceed with my goals. I think you just kind of have to reframe your mindset and your process around how are you picking the things that you focus on. So that's number 1, focus on effectiveness and not efficiency. Well, I guess I should give you some examples of what that looks like for me. So In my world, I'm a business strategist. I work with companies as they're looking to launch scale and pivot their companies. And oftentimes that means for someone who owns their own business, there are certain tasks that I need to work on that are tied to my revenue. So on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, there are tasks that I have outlined that really tie into the goals that I've set for myself and my company. So on a weekly basis, I've time set aside to pitch companies, pitching companies is, is an example of effective tasks that I can have I can do. As opposed to if I allowed myself to get bogged down on you know the process of tweaking my pitch deck because I want it to be perfect, I want it to look a certain way, and I never pitch, I would say that's something that I'm efficient at as far as creating pitch decks. but is it the most effective use of my time? is it the most effective use of my time? The most effective use of my time is being in front of people, being in front of potential clients, pitching them. That is the most effective use of my time. Or on the opposite side of, of the spectrum, I also run the podcast, the Shoes Off Script podcast. and. From day to day, if I choose to focus on, I don't know, tweaking graphics to make my Instagram look beautiful as opposed to researching guests or as opposed to researching companies that I'm going to be pitching to be potential sponsors for the show, then that is not the most effective use of my time, because if I'm able to land sponsors, I can then take that income and hire a team of people that are going to do the tasks that really aren't the most effective use of my time. So that's a little bit of an example of what effectiveness looks like when you're trying to set and meet goals for your company as opposed to what is just something that's we're efficient at, that we can default focus on, right? So that's what that looks like in practice. Number two thing to focus on is to plan your day in a consistent and effective way. What does that mean? So on a weekly basis, I have blocks of time allocated to specific types of tasks. I'm a big, big believer in calendar blocking as well as being able to group like tasks. So batching your activities that is for me one of the number one ways i've been able to attain my goals because at the top of kind of my my funnel for goal setting i have a mission for my life for my my business for my family and i have goals that are tied to that mission and then i have tasks that are going to help me accomplish those goals So that's really where everything started. Now, on a weekly basis, I have blocks of time that are allocated to those tasks on my list. And when I'm setting tasks, it's not about just, oh, I want to book Tyra Banks to come speak on my podcast. No, no, that's a goal. You have to actually outline what are the individual tasks that are going to help me get there and block off time in your calendar to work on those tasks that are going to help you accomplish your goals. So it's important that you set aside the time and you allocate time on your calendar in order to work on things that are important to you. Oftentimes if you are floating around aimlessly, you wake up, you're like, okay, what's at the top of my, my inbox? and you allow that to dictate your schedule for the day, unfortunately, that is gonna pull you left and right because everyone's item, everyone's email is urgent. But at the end of the day, it's really important that you have a compass that is outside of a task master type system like our email inboxes can be. It's been very important for me at least to be able to block off time in my calendar to accomplish those tasks. Other than that, I would say number three on the list is going to be track your metrics. This is not fun, but metrics are around for a reason. When I worked in corporate America, I had a dashboard and as a manager, I reviewed so many metrics on a daily, weekly, monthly basis because out of our strategic planning process, we had goals, we had targets that we had to meet as a business unit. And in order to do that, in order to meet those targets, we needed to be able to track our metrics. So now that I run my own business, why would I let go of things that I know are working for billion dollar companies? I'm still going to maintain some of the best parts of my corporate experience. And for me, that means being able to track my metrics. Now, I don't have the fancy algorithms or the fancy systems that I used. Then I use Excel tracker and Excel spreadsheet, and that's been working well for me. So if you have goals in place, it's going to be important that you track your metrics. You need to know where you have started. And if you have goals, you need to understand what is working. What are the levers that are working as far as getting you towards that goal? I have a ton of goals. I track a lot of metrics from a client perspective. I track which of my offers are resonating with clients. I track how are they finding me? I track my conversion rate. If you're talking about Instagram as a platform, because that's where I find a lot of the clients that come to me is through the Instagram platform. I track everything. I can tell you how many new followers I got in the month of June versus in the month of May and what actions, what kinds of posts were... The highest converting, so I could do more of those. You need to know your numbers. You need to track what is working for you, what is not working for you. So you're not aimlessly doing things because they look beautiful, because they look pretty, because people hype you up in the comments under those, but they don't take action based on it. So really, it depends on what your goals are as a business owner. I think that's going to dictate the kinds of metrics that you're going to be tracking. Because at the end of the day, If you have no sense of if you are trending up, down, flat, you are going to look up at the end of the year and feel like, man, I really didn't accomplish what I set out to accomplish. So the podcast is not a revenue generating part of my business, but I love to tinker with it because I'm trying to understand what moves the audience. If I get one sort of guest, do they respond to that guest? If I, you know, put out one sort of call to action, are people converting on that call to action? All of that matters as you look to monetize a part of your business. So it's very important. I can't, I can't stress enough that it, is so important for you to track your metrics. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. You don't have to have a complicated Excel model in order to do that. Just track the things that are most important to you. Look to see how people are responding as a result of those things and do more of that. For those of you that are on my mailing list, Stay tuned because I am releasing a course soon and my metrics tracking spreadsheet is going to be one of the templates that I offer my students because I think that has been a very pivotal part of my growth is being able to track metrics. And if you don't have one, why not just leverage something that's already working for another business owner? So stay tuned for that. If you're not on my list, go ahead and click the link in my bio so you can get on my mailing list because they will hear about um, the waiting list for the course first. So that was number three, that was track your your metrics. Number four is have a mission statement. I didn't start there because I think it's important for you to understand how to work backwards here. Everything I do is tied to my mission statement. I don't have just one mission statement. I have a mission statement for my husband and I, our marriage. We have a mission statement for our family where we see ourselves going. I have a mission statement for my business. I have a mission statement for myself personally but everything I do is tied to a mission statement. It's my North Star. It gives me direction. And at the top of the year, I did host a free masterclass on how to create a mission statement for yourself and for your business that's going to mobilize people and encourage or be something that encourages people as they work towards whatever you've set out to do as a business owner or as um, a member of a relationship or family. I would say, that has been a pivotal part of my growth is having a mission statement and understanding why I'm doing certain things, being able to use that as a measure. Whenever I think about embarking on a new task or a new project or a new venture, I have to measure it up against my mission and be sure that it's aligned because if it's not aligned, then I'm starting to kind of flail in the wind a little bit and I'm also starting to water down my resources. There's only me and I only have a finite amount of money that I'm gonna use to employ people to do certain things for me. So I better make sure that I'm deploying my resources in the most effective way way possible going back to our tip number one there. So that I think has been great for me as I look to do new things. I have to make sure that I'm not watering down my mission and I'm not watering down my purpose and that I'm continuing to use my time and my resources as effectively as possible. So that was number four, have a mission statement. And finally, number five, this seems like the most simple thing But number five is make sure you enjoy what you're doing. It seems obvious, but whenever you find yourself procrastinating, whenever you find yourself not hitting your targets, not being able to accomplish your goals, you have to check in with yourself to see if you're not doing things because you just don't enjoy it, you just don't like it. And sometimes, we have to eat the vegetables along with the the candy and the dessert. I get that. Sometimes we need to work jobs that are just for a season. Sometimes we need to work jobs that are going to finance our dreams. That is something everyone has to go through. And then if that's the case, you tell yourself that's what this is and I just need to do what I got to do in order to finance what I really want to do. But. If you're talking about setting goals in the realm that's supposed to be your dream, if for some reason you are procrastinating in that realm, you're not hitting your targets and meeting your goals in that realm, you gotta check in with yourself. We grow, we change, we evolve as people. And sometimes, we change our minds and that's okay. That's okay, I think sometimes we get stuck in a rut because we are afraid to change our minds because sometimes we have public platforms and we don't want to appear to be fickle. Uh, We don't want to appear to always be changing direction. But if things are not working for you, if your metrics are telling you that you're doing everything you should be doing and it's not working, you got to change, you got to change direction, drop it, try something new. Don't persist until the point where you lose motivation and then you stop doing the things that you say are important to you. So, if you find that you are no longer motivated to accomplish your goals or year after year you look back at those lists and you're like, "Man, I didn't accomplish anything on this list. I didn't accomplish, you know, but one or two things on the list." Well, first of all, I would encourage you to figure out what your strategic planning process and your goal planning process is. But if you've kind of gone through the right steps and your heart was in it and for it at the beginning, but now it isn't, you've got to evaluate the things that you are working on to make sure that they really are aligned with what makes you happy and aligned with your purpose. I forget who said this, but purpose isn't a destination, but purpose is a process and a path that we're working towards. Sometimes the purpose or your purpose in a season changes. Make sure that you are happy with what you're doing. So I will quickly recap our five ways to get back on track with our 2020 business goals. This is July 1st at the time we're doing this live, and this is the midpoint of the year this is a great time to get back on track reevaluate where we thought we were going to be at the beginning of the year and if we aren't quite there here are five things that you can try really quick i'll run down number one is to focus on effectiveness not efficiency number two was to plan your day in a consistent and effective way number three track your metrics. Number four was to have a mission statement. And then number five is to make sure you enjoy what you're doing. So as I said, this is a back to business basic series that we've been doing. And really it's just a way for us to peel back the layers of our businesses. And find ways to make sure that we're laying a great foundation for our business and that we're able to grow legacies, not businesses that fizzle out within a year or two. So, my goal is every time you ladies gather, you're getting value from whatever I have to share. As I mentioned, I am a business strategist, I work with owners of companies who are looking to launch, grow, and scale. So if you are looking to do any of those things within your business, I provide a VIP day service for my clients where we will sit together for six hours on one day. It's the fastest way to see results in your business. So whether you're looking to launch your business, launch a podcast, whether you're looking to create a growth strategy to get more clients, a different kind of client, We'll work on that A to Z during the VIP day. So if you're interested in that, let me know. Go ahead and DM me, or you can click the link in my bio to get a time together where we can talk about what your needs are. I will wrap it up here. I know your time is precious. Have a good week, and we'll, we'll talk to you all later. Bye. Hi, Offscripters. I'm so glad you made it to the end of this episode. If you enjoy listening to our show, please pay it forward by sharing us with your network. Between episodes, you can find me on Instagram. Our handle is at She's Off script, or you can catch up on past episodes at She'sOffScript.com. See you on the next one.